Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. All right, back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Sean Dutra. Hey! Well, Pavone. What up? Media day is done. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. we got a lot to dissect here. A lot of quotes to dissect here. To digest and dissect. I mean, for starters, the one that jumped out to me so hungry. from the beginning was what Gordon Hayward had to say about leaving Orlando in September. That was eye-opening for me. And then you hear Jason Tatum say that he wasn't excited about this. Jalen Brown wasn't excited about Was anyone excited about this? I'm starting to get the feeling that none of, most of these Southern players – they didn't want to go to Orlando. At a all. lot of a lot of players in general, but yeah, you know, yeah, I, I feel, was surprised to hear about I, the Celtics. I, I do, I do feel like I do feel like a lot of it was like you know how and I put that survey out and it was like, well, eighty five percent of the players want the, um, the NBA to come back. And it's like, yeah, they wanted to come back, but they didn't want to be put into a bubble. Yeah, I think they were. They under didn't the want impression to, that they would just go back to their old. Did you see what LeBron James said? The did arena. you see what LeBron James said today? Yeah, no. <laughs> this dude goes like, it feels uh, I'm heading heading to Orlando. Feels like I'm catching a bid. He has no idea what that feels. Like. No idea. No, that's why. That's, that's why. And, and you know what? It's like, it's like I'm heading to a bid. Yeah, that's but that's said. so. That's unlike LeBron. For the no, you, you know what? That? You know what? That's LeBron James, though. That's LeBron James. No, right but there. at this point, though, you know he's got that's a PR I mean. team that's gonna like. You know, he's gonna check in with, but I guess yeah. he's not doing that anymore. I mean, no, Joel, but also at the same time, it could be just more of like a, a like anti NBA thing. This could, it's all, it's all. I think what this is, I think honestly, a lot of NBA players are doing this because they they want to play basketball, they want to they want to have the season re- resume, but also they're gonna take this into the next collective bargaining agreement, 
and be like, motherfuckers, so you, you know, made us do this? Yeah, you know that was bullshit, right? You know that was bu- You made us do this? And yeah. then they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to get 70% of the ink at revenue, like, whatever it is. Yeah, they, yeah. They're going to they're gonna ask for more. It's like Joel, it's like Joel Embiid. You know, he's, he's repeating, like, I didn't want to do this, but, you know, they don't want to leave my homies hanging. Shows up with the fucking hazmat suit on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, guy. But at the, we at, get it. At the same time, it's at like the same wanted, time. You want a basketball, but you just like, they want it on their own terms. I don't know. I don't know what other solution there could have been. I'm also, I'm, so at the same time though, at the same time, like everyone wants to win the championship. Yeah, and I of think course. everybody views this year as like, who knows what the hell is going to happen when we get there. So we just got to get there and then we'll see what happens. Play it by ear. Yeah, but also too, I think it's mad funny with all the people like being like, "Yo, what is this? A Motel Six? Looking at those rooms, like, no, yo, these rooms are fire." Uh, yo, yo, no, no, <laughs> I feel bad for the WNBA. Have you seen their accommodations? Well, the, the WNBA is a different story. I mean, they got they got roaches in the room and shit. If there was a roach in an NBA player's room, this shit would have been shut down already. <laughs> There's like rat traps and shit. Yeah, oh, I know in the, in the laundry room and shit. Feel bad, feel bad for the WNBA. Well, man. the, the, the WNBA like needs a major rehaul. Yeah, they do. They do. overall for everything. Yeah. It's not. It's not on the players, but I know. I get it. Yeah. Well, was either one of you surprised about Gordon Hayward? Like for him to say that, you know, he his he does have a baby that's due in September, and he didn't specify the exact due date. But um, the Easter Conference Finals are slated to begin in mid September, so it looks like the way it's lined up, he would miss at least four days. They're saying, yeah, which could translate into two to three games if you think about the way the schedule is going to be mixed up with all these games congested together, and also we don't know if he's going to test positive or not. So of course that's going to delay. His uh his way back to to rejoining the Celtics. Well, I think I think also um him testing positive will decide. I mean, he's not going to be able to just go to his baby's birth while testing positive. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, I'm talking about on the way back. I'm saying, I'm, yeah, that's what I mean. Though, like, yeah. if if he's going to a sterile environment, it may be actually okay because. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be testing him every day. Like, uh, you know, Tuna's had to get tested, I think, three or four times. No, no, I get there. that, Sean. But my, my point is that regardless, like, best case scenario, he's gone for four days. Yeah, which yeah. is – which is That's which, my point. So which you, will that, that's be – That's at least – if I had to guess, at least two games, maybe three. Again, that, that's the minimum. It could be five days. It could be six days. My point is, uh, either one of you surprised here. I mean, we've seen players in the past do this. We've seen the Southern player do this. Yeah. Al Horford did it not too long ago. But Regular Al season. Horford didn't miss a – Playoff game. Yeah. Potentially an Eastern Conference Finals game. I also think that Gordon Hayward's probably a little bit strategic on when he planned to have his fourth child. First son, by the way. Uh, first son. And, and you, right, right. He didn't think he'd be, he would be playing basketball. You wouldn't be playing there. basketball in September. So yeah. he's like, you know, right. you know what? This isn't on me. Yeah. I'm going to go to what I want. It's on COVID. Go to. Yeah, exactly. What would you do, Sean? I'm going to ask you since you're the father of the group here. I wouldn't even think twice about leaving. I would leave in a second, bro. There's no way. If I was having a second child right now and and then and, and if I was an NBA player, I wouldn't even think twice about it, bro. So wouldn't even think if twice. you're an, if you're an NBA player or if you're Gordon Hayward, you're just saying if you're any no. NBA player? No. Okay, so here there's there's a lot of different. There's a lot of things to consider and I'm not going to try to be inconsiderate or whatever whatever yeah. whatever, but like Speak your if mind, you it, all right, if you have a family like Gordon Hayward has a family, a committed family, and it's not like, you know, you have a baby coming and, like, it's your baby and you're proud of the baby. But, like, you know, you really don't have a family that you, that's bringing the child into the world. Right. It's a different story. But for Gordon, like, you got three girls and this is your first boy and it's your only wife. You got to be there. You can't not be there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not having just, like, a 
This sounds so off. That 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 no, sounds no, go ahead, go ahead. Just, It sounds bad. It doesn't sound bad. Just go ahead. Just. All right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're speaking. I'm I'm trying to get the perspective of a father. That's all. I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying for me, for me personally, I I it doesn't matter to me if he decides he wanted to stay. I'm cool with it. If he said he wanted to leave, I'm cool with it. I just you know don't see. I just don't see how you can. I mean, he probably was there for every one of his daughter's births. Yeah. So that's what he said. once you yeah. get to that point, that's what I'm trying to get with the family thing. Like once you 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 can't not be there for your for your fourth child's birth, even though you've seen it three times. Already? You see, you can't. Nope. Okay. No, you I'm just one thousand percent. We just gotta get an understanding here. You no, know you right? can't. That that's the way I look at it. Like I don't know. I don't know how that first day, that first day, bro. No, you can't. You can't replace that. You can't ever replace that. So yeah, no, he should leave. He should leave. I'm I'm always for players leaving and taking whatever time they need but i also do think that you should go see the birth be there for a full day then you you gotta go you know what i mean like if it's the playoffs you gotta go you know what i mean yeah you you'll have plenty of time after you've seen the you've seen the miracle you've seen you've you've made your connections and then as hard as it is but you're getting paid 30 million dollars a year bro you gotta go back you yeah, know what see, i mean that's why i feel like it's like I don't know, man. Like, okay, like I've gone back and forth with it, and, and again, I can't speak on it from that perspective, right? From Sean's perspective, but from the perspective of someone who's a, a competitor and playing on that high level, and you know, it's your job to sort of not only—I mean, look—going to Orlando is part of their job, right? It's not an easy thing to do, but at the end of the day, they're under contract, they're employees, they're employees of the NBA. Do I fault Gordon for leaving? No. Would I be? disappointed or if I was his teammate and, and, and be, you know, heartbroken thinking, wow, if we lose a game or two, this could really change the complexion of the series. And if we had Gordon Hayward, who knows what could have happened? No, but I just think I'm just surprised because I think there are some players because that think that if, you're, if you're an NBA player and you, you're at that level, especially Gordon, where you've never even been there before, like, I just feel like you'd, you'd want to be there. And of course you want to be there for the birth of your kid. But I mean, the job over, and it's like you said, you didn't plan this. You didn't plan for this to happen. You didn't know that you were going to be playing meaningful basketball games in September. So it's a tough spot to be in. But I'll I'm s- not going to say I'm not surprised. I'm not going to say that uh, I'm not surprised. I'm, I was I was surprised when I read that. And, and the fact that he said that it was an it was an easy decision. It was it was it's he was adamant about decision, it. He yeah. said that he, it seemed like he didn't even give it a whole lot of thought. Like it was just already settled. Here's my fear, though. Here's my fear: is that if the bubble sucks, you know, if the bubble isn't as good as what people think it is that it's bad and he leaves and hospital food is better than bubble food, then maybe we got a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he goes to like, that's, a, that's the least of his worries, but I get you. No, but I'm, but I'm just saying like, but honestly, what I'm getting at, honestly, what I'm getting at is like, if you haven't seen your family for a while and then you go see your family, how hard is it to leave again? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I, I mean, think under the circumstances, like, like does he out take, of his control. A, does he take a couple more days, which, Honestly, I say this because I probably would. If it's my job and it's my livelihood and versus my family, like, they're never picking your job over it, no matter what your job is. You know what I mean? There is a lot of downtime after the baby's born, right? There's a lot of downtime that, honestly, you're there, but you really don't need to be there. You know what I mean? But if you got three other girls that you're trying to see and they're in the hospital, yo, that that's a hard thing to leave, man. That's yeah. a hard thing to get away from. So no, I don't have I don't have any I don't have any any qualms with Gordon Hayward leaving. But I will say, for the Celtics team, just talking about the team in general, they're gonna take a hit. They're gonna take a big hit. That's a big hit, man. They're gonna take a big hit for that's your fourth best player. A couple of uh, and and a fourth best player on a team that 
goes for best players deep. <laughs> yeah, like they're very after top him, heavy. it's yeah, slim pickings. Well, Marcus, Marcus in the playoffs. Marcus Smart. Let's be honest. They go five deep. Oh no, you can go six or seven deep, but then yeah, it yeah. it drops off dramatically yeah. after that point. And we've been saying yeah. that all season long. That's there's not nobody. That, there's that's not going to magically change in the postseason. It just doesn't work like that. Honestly, honestly, I'm going to put it this way: they should be. They well, I don't even know if they can, but they should be signed at once. Gordon told them that they should have been signing. I, I mean, Michael Beasley. Why didn't the Celtics go after a Michael Beasley to sit on their bench? Because Celtics don't do that. But I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. as, as, <laughs> as, no, maybe, maybe they don't okay. get aging, uh, aging veterans. But why not? Right the if playoff. you know, they, they've never done that. But I know they'll do they've that never in the offseason. They've and never done it. But, it they, out, you know, but if you know your your fourth best player is going to be gone in the Eastern Conference Finals, and you could predict it, wouldn't you try to fill a void that could just hold sit on, on, on your on. bench until it happens? Hold on, hold on. But Michael Beasley, say if he had the Brooklyn Nets. Opportunity versus the Celtics. You know he's going to Brooklyn because he's going to get mad playing time. Mad playing time. That's so true. Which, what, but also, what, what player though? Well, I just think Sean's just saying like a replacement guy in general. Yeah, I'm saying Michael Beasley. Anyone. Michael Beasley is not the guy I would choose. But I'm just saying yeah. if that's the kind of guys that are getting signed right now because COVID. Plus, you're replacing him because you know he's not coming back. That's a different. That's a different story. So honestly, what this means is that the, if the Celtics aren't going to sign a guy to like take a Tremont or a, or a Taco out of the bubble. That means they're saying they have a lot of faith in Romeo Langford to come in and play meaningful minutes. Well, maybe they do. He's a wild card. Or or Green. He's a wild card. I, I'm I'm really I, I'm not holding out. Not hope. All about Green. No, I'm not holding go. out hope for Romeo Langford to, to come in and 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 be this guy who's you know the sixth, seventh, eighth man off the bench. But he's shown a lot of flashes of the kind of flexibility that Brad Stevens needs on the defensive end. That's what's going to be really important. To play. Yes, especially but. Uh, up front in the front court, but um, my field, my field is like, you know, you're gonna, you could possibly get that on from Romeo court, on on the defensive end, right? But like Gordon's a two way player, like Gordon, you know, Gordon does a lot of rebounding, assists, points, right. defense. You if you could if you can go out and sign a guy like that, like I'm drawing a blank of who's out there, but I mean, just a veteran, like a veteran you could bring in. You should be looking at that guy right now, knowing that Gordon may miss the Eastern Conference Finals. Here's the second thing that surprised me from Gordon Hayward. Uh, his ankle is hurting him for no reason, or according his to him, foot, he has no idea foot. why his foot is bothering him. Oh, that that's that's not a good thing for him to say out loud. Uh, where did this come <laughs> from? Since when does Gordon know. Hayward complain like, about the foot? Is that, that an opt-in statement right there for two and a half years? The yeah. same ankle that he damn he pretty much snapped on us back in like December or November. When someone asked him about it, about the pain, he said, listen, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm past this. I'm, you know, two plus years removed from the injury. And here comes Gordon bringing it up on his own. Well, maybe, maybe he was covering himself with leaving the bubble and with his ankle. So he doesn't get asked that. No, he's going to get asked even more now, <laughs> especially after those first scrimmage games. Watch for those questions. So, uh, how the ankle feel today? Hey, Gordon, how the ankle feel today? Like, I don't, I don't get it. The, the way I try to, uh, rationalize it is maybe this is his way of saying, Hey guys, if I don't perform at a very high level, this is why, you know, I, I don't want to hear down the road that, Oh, maybe his ankle, he's not saying anything about it. No, I already told you guys about it. Okay. So if something bothers me or God forbid, if I tweak this, you know, at some point during the playoffs, you'll know, Oh, well, that thing was bothering him before he even, that's what I'm saying. He's kind of covering himself. That's one part. The other part that I think about is obviously the elephant in the room, which is his pending contract. Or, that's or, the or biggest at least thing. The, the option that that's left on the table for Gordon Hayward. I'm thinking Gordon Hayward is going to take that option no matter what happens in Orlando. I think that's still going to be 
a stupid play for him. I still think it's going to be a stupid play. I don't. I really don't think it is because I think if Gordon's able to, at the very best, duplicate or come close to duplicating the numbers that he, he put up this year, he's going to get himself a really good contract. He, he'll get himself a really good deal somewhere else. I don't think it'll be in Boston. I think he's already got a really good deal out there. I think I think somebody somebody will give no, him. No, not yet. Honestly, not yet. honestly. Someone's not sold yet. No, somebody's going to give him three years at $75 million. If Gordon was 27, 28, yes. But after 30, I feel like people no, but, people look at you differently, Sean. People look at you like, though, oh, man, you might be damaged though. goods. Yeah, you did it for one year. Let me see you do it one more time. No, I think honestly, honestly, like you watched the year that he had last year. So this is weird now. Last, I know. We're still in this year, right? <laughs> last season. Last season. Say last season. Last season. <laughs> there you go. Last season, you saw little flashes here and there, right? And then this season. Especially in the Indiana series. Yeah. Yep. And then this season, yeah. he's he's played very well all year. Solid all year. I think there's teams out there that can look for like, hey, we need a number three. And we want to pay a number three, like, you know, $20 million, $17 million a year. And if he can get a three or four year, four year deal at 17 mil. You don't even think about signing that contract because my my biggest thing is like you want to compare it to Al Horford. He is one more year closer to Al Horford after that thirty two million dollar year. So if you want to get guaranteed money on the books right now, you go out and sign a three or four year deal for seventy five million dollars, and you that's safe. Yeah, seventy five million mm. because no one after next year. That's he's even older. Yeah, but Al put up a stronger case. Yeah, but 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 let's be honest though. Someone like like Hayward, Hayward could have like a forty five point night during the playoffs, and that might get him a a a, a nice a nice deal. That's all it takes sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, look at look at look at Olenek. He's loving himself that Miami contract. Well, Olenek already also cashed out at the right fucking time. Yeah, but to Joel's like point though, thing. that game seven against the Washington Wizards, yeah, they dropped yep. twenty eight points. That yep. helped a little bit. <laughs> that helped a little bit. The so Oubre game. Yeah, that punched his ticket into uh, punched his Celtics ticket into the Eastern Conference Final. So, yeah, I mean, look, that could happen. That could very well happen. But maybe and, and Gordon is not feeling so confident about that happening. Okay, here it is. Is he going to opt in? You think he's going to opt in? I think he's going to opt in. You think he's going to opt in? I don't think he's going to opt in, but I think he remains with the Celtics. I think he's going to opt out, and I think he's gone. I think he's gone. I think the Blazers, I think Okay, because that was the Nuggets, my next question. Do you see him staying here I think term? I think a Western Conference team that's looking for that little bit to just stay competitive with the Clippers, Lakers, and Rockets, I think they're going to sign them. But a team I think like the Blazers, teams, though, they're too, they're too wrapped in. But what about up the Jazz? In, in, like the Jazz? Like there's a lot of the teams. Ja- the Jazz don't want them again? After he, he kind of shit on them? Hmm? <laughs> you don't think they <laughs> would take them back? You don't think in. they would take them back? Listen, but they're, say, still, they're, still wrapped in, they're still wrapped in the Gobert's fucking uh, contract. Nah, it's going to be off in a couple of years, though. The only up-and-coming team that probably can't afford them is the Nuggets because they got so many fucking stupid contracts on that team. Uh, you know what? I'll also put this out there. The Raptors? Why wouldn't the Raptors go after a guy like that? There's like a lot there, of teams. There's, I've, a, I've, there's I've always, so many I've always teams. Had, That's why he's opting out. He's opting out. I've always had uh, Miami in my head since the season started. Well, you since gave I was me shit about, if, you gave if, me shit about leave, the Jazz. They're going to bring up, out Miami again. If Hayward puts up a good season or two, that Miami's going to be lingering because Miami was really, really close to, cl- to closing that deal before he picked the Celtics. I mean... It seemed like they were the third choice, but he was really impressed with what they had to offer. And wow. now it looks even better with the team they put together, you know, that has a chance to not only go deep into the playoffs, but, you know, a couple of years removed from now, who knows? Yeah, but then that's, then you're talking about a 33, 34 year old Hayward. I feel like his best I chance think- to win is here in Boston with like a good established core. 
Not if worst comes to worst, you have the same exact honestly, roster next season. Yeah, but what if he opts in? Honestly, though, is that is that bad? No, but I, I'm talking about after next season because what happens when Tatum is making 35 million and his super mags? Right, but here's my thing. But that was that wouldn't and, take and off. If that would take place until the the following season, though. The reason why he's not going to stay in Boston is because if he stays, if he opts in, that is the most tradable contract for a rental in the NBA. Yes and no. It depends you, what team if, you're dealing him but, to. But if you want to get, to, you have to match that deal, right? But if you want to get a guy that's that's, you, you got to put together a lot of. If, dead if, you're, if you're talking about contracts, contracts. and you want to get a guy that's on that last year of his contract, like uh, I don't know, probably like a Demar Derozan type guy. I don't. There's no, a lot of. I get what you're saying. It's what the Celtics almost did with Ray Allen. It's, they it's, almost got Rudy Gay when yes, Ray Allen right before he was going to be It's trade bait. Yeah. If if, they, if the Celtics don't want you mm. and you opt in, guess what's going to happen. You're going to get traded. And you're going to trade to a team that you probably don't want to be a part of. You're thinking of a Rudy Gay, or at least from back then. <laughs> right. That's, that's yeah. what I, you know at what I'm saying. Time, yeah, know there, there's going to be a younger, like a guy that's, you know, on his second deal, uh-huh. but be, a little younger than Hayward that you would flop him for the second. Yeah. That fits the team better. I just feel like, I just feel like if, if honestly, Brad Stevens is going to be looking out for Gordon Hayward, and I think Brad Stevens is going to tell him, you better opt out, man. It's just opt out. Like, honestly. See, I see him opting in, but I don't see him long term. That's, that's, that's what I meant by the Tatum point. Like, long term, how do you even make that work when you have. You don't. You don't. You're going to have. Exactly. You don't. You're going to have Jalen Kemba on the books and then a brand new contract for Tatum is going to be making more money than both of those guys. No, I mean, you, it, it, can, it can work because it's your own free agent. It's the bread rights. Yeah, no, but, but you, if no, you're. Tatum. Yeah, if you're Gordon, though, and you can get more money elsewhere, like. No, I see what, I see what you're saying, but look, Tatum's. Rookie scale extension doesn't come into play until the 2021-22 season. That's what I'm talking about, Joe. I'm saying that he opts in for this year, and then when the Southern Browns approach contract, him for after that year, so, I think he's going to leave because they're going to be like, look, we're up against it here. So, honestly, Brown and Kemba are going to be making well, – Brown's almost a max deal, right? Yeah. And Kemba's a max deal, and then Hayward's a max deal. But by that point, so Kemba's in his last season, though. But – He's got a player option. If the Celtics can get Hayward to, you know, not commit to that, you could probably get two players that can help you win a championship for the price of Hayward in one year. So the Celtics definitely don't want him to resign, man. I, and I don't want him to resign. I, I like Hayward. I want him to have success, but just not. Honestly, ever since that broken leg, man, it's just like, it's not, it's not here. It's just not here. See, it just didn't work out. See, I think so it's, it's not nothing I about him, nothing about us, that. but it's not here. No, no, it's so it's so difficult to say that, and it's so unfair to say that when you look at the rest of the roster and say, when did he ever have a shot to be the guy he was in Utah? That first season, he had a shot, so he was going to get more touches than Kyrie Irving. He was gonna no, be no, no, guy. no. He wasn't. He was going to be number two, though. Well, no, you remember because during that season, during yeah. that season, and then Jason Tatum but went saying, to the Eastern Conference Finals as a rookie. But I'm saying he was that, never the same after that season. If Hayward was playing all year that year, you would have seen a slower development or or an equal share of development between Tatum and Hayward for that position, like for that for that number two. Oh yeah, but like that would have been. Uh, could you imagine that team yeah, you if guys... you had if you had Kyrie and Hayward and they didn't get injured, and then you had Brown and Tatum just learning how to do things and Mark that, that team honestly. That team would have had a chance, and and they played very well against the Warriors. That team would have had a chance. Of you guys, you guys forget though when Hayward was originally signed, and Rosier was on that team. Get come out. When Hayward was originally signed, he was supposed to be the number two to Isaiah Thomas. So oh, you know, 
I mean, the Celtics, two, no, one, one, no one expected, one A, one A, one A, no expected Kyrie to demand, to, you know, his way out of Cleveland. Obviously, Danny Ainge took a gamble. And All I know is that when they signed Kyrie and they had Kyrie pre, they didn't sign him. Asshole Kyrie and pre ankle break Gordon Hayward. That was probably one of the most intriguing superstar duos in the league. I think that's easy to say. Yeah. And then he had a young core to build around it. That's going to go down as one of the biggest what ifs of all time. I think is what if Gordon Hayward didn't blow the fuck out of his ankle? Because that was the uh, that's the same reason why Tatum originally didn't want to come to the Celtics because he was like, I'm not. How am I going to play? I'm a, yeah. He's like, I'm not getting any burn. Yep. I want to play. Others. I want to play for the Suns. Yep. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, that, I'll never forget, I'm, uh, man, we're going to go down this hole. I'll never forget watching that shit, bro. That was the most excited game one I've ever had. Game one since 08. That was the most 07, excited yeah. game one. 07, 08, yeah. That was the most excited game one I've ever had. I had my buddy Stu over. We sat on my couch for a minute and a half, and then I. The most excited, though? Then I, for, since. For the Celtics? Since 08. What about when the big three, the Heat got together that first game? Celtics just shot all over them. The home opener, or the I, game, or the honestly, NBA opener. Honestly, I knew we had that game. I, I remember that game. I said they ain't gonna fuck with us. But <laughs> but <laughs> but this 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 the Gordon Hayward, that this, year, Gordon, this Gordon Hayward Two Kyrie playoffs. shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, what the fuck is like this? What it? What's gonna? We we haven't had this many move this many player movements since 08. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was more excited about this because in, in 08, I was like, yeah, it was a good. Oh was a good. shit, we got the championship! But I was like, it's a good turnover. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, is this gonna work? Like, let's see what's gonna right. happen. And it lasted about a minute. Yeah, I'll never and forget this picture I took finish, during shooting. I chain smoked so much on the ch- on, on a shitty Kyrie fucking pass. I probably chain smoked a whole pack of cigarettes that night. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was literally like hours before the game. It's pathetic. Reporters were just swarming Kyrie Irving, and Jason Tatum was. There wasn't a single reporter for him. He was putting sneakers on, and I'm like, man, looking back on it years later, like if people would have known, I think at least maybe ten or twelve reporters would have been by Jason Tatum, be like, hey, this guy's gonna be an all star in a couple of years. He's about to go to the East Conference Finals this year. Why don't we talk to him for a little bit? See where his head is at. His first yeah. before his first NBA game. You yeah, didn't, you didn't Unreal. do it. You didn't talk to him against LeBron James. <laughs> I did talk to him actually, but I wasn't the only one. I don't know what you're after. And you know what? Dunking on his neck just a few months later. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, the big, the big uh, Crowder versus Hayward thing that was going on? Sherrod, Sherrod, tried to make it a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. It definitely was a <laughs> thing. Sherrod didn't make it a thing. It was a thing. Love Crowder. I'll take Crowder over Hayward any day of the week. Honestly, I think he's gonna ball out in Miami. Yeah, or in Orlando, I should say. All right, let's take our trip around the NBA, guys. Is uh, it wasn't just uh, media day for the Celtics. All right, it was media day all media, over the league. Media week. Media week. By as, the way, uh, the NBA has made its way to Orlando. By so the way, this thing's, this thing's happening. I guess. Did you see? Ah, I'm telling you, man. I don't know what it is about Tatum and his kid, bro. This kid's like a half year older than my kid, but I saw him give him the last hug before he got on the plane. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, he posted that. Ah uh, man, that's what I'm saying, kid. He's never they've they've never been apart for more than two weeks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the first time it's gonna be more than two weeks. No, I hear I hear that shit. I hear that shit. I don't know what I honestly, I don't know how I would be able to leave my family for this. But it's 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 a 
It is what it is. You, I mean, if I was also getting paid thirty million dollars, I'd be like, "Yeah, I don't feel <laughs> that bad for that." Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm I know. I, I honestly don't. I'm sorry. All right, listeners. All right, shout out to everyone who's given nothing but props to Gordon Hayward. Not giving props. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still surprised. Okay? I feel bad. I feel bad for. I'm still surprised. The reason why I feel bad for Tatum. Because he doesn't have to be there all the time. You were just talking about him as a father last week. Too. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have to be there, but he always is there. Yeah. And, and and now he's like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, I can't be there. So mm-hmm. that that's when law comes in and that stuff, that that's never that's never good. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Let's take a trip around the NBA with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what we miss? In Case You Missed It. The Houston Rockets, they travel to uh, Orlando without James Harden. And Russell Westbrook. Wait, you fucking kidding me? My fucking pick to win the championship? <laughs> they bring the two best players? They're staying home, bro. They're staying home. No! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, like $700 on listen, that listen, shit. Listen, they're reportedly, you know, as we're recording this podcast, they're reportedly going to, you know, make it there on their own. Future date. They haven't even said exactly when. Hopefully, they'll be there by the time this uh, this episode uh, comes out. But uh, Coach D'Antoni was on a team flight, mind you. COVID! <laughs> And he has yet to receive official word from the NBA as being clear to coach the remainder of the season. So, how do you not get clearance <laughs> by now? My like, man, what is the holdup? My man is sixty-nine <laughs> years old. Listen, listen. My man is sixty-nine years old, and he's probably standing back of his plane, like you know, nobody tell anybody that I'm here, okay? And I'm like, gonna put a beard on. Like once I'm here, no one will tell me to go home. Yeah. But the NBA still hasn't cleared. This dude, coach. You know why they haven't cleared him, the coach? <laughs> so because if he motherfucking mo- dies, they could be like, "We never told him to come." Yeah, it's an insurance thing. Go Bears! Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. another one. So what, what is he in the <laughs> Holiday one. Inn down the street right now? No, no he's he's, a, he's he's in the Orlando fucking Motel Six, bro. He's in the bubble, but <laughs> oh, I thought you were serious. You said it like you were like like it was facts. <laughs> Sources tell no, me that he's no, in the no, 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 got no. a reporter with a mask no, outside just, the Motel Six. He just busted with his own fucking uh, RV. He's just like, hey guys, I'm staying here. We'll be all right. Nah, just Skype him through the playoffs. I mean, full. Just Skype him through the practices up until he gets cleared. <laughs> Skype him through. Just let me know, guys. Just let me know. Just let me know. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Guys, I'm right here. I got 14 satellites on the top of I'm my I'm ready RV. to go. I'm ready to go. I can get every station in this entire fucking county. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you got uh, the Magic. Obviously, that was a one long trip that they had to make from their homes to uh nope. to Disney. That's probably the longest trip because it's the fucking COVID hotspot. They're like, I don't want to go outside. Well, they're the first team to take a uh, practice. All of them are going to have COVID. Come on, at the complex. It's messed up, Sean. It's messed up. No, actually, Sean, the longest trip was the Toronto Raptors because they traveled from Naples, Florida, on their, on their championship buses with Black Lives Matter on both their buses. So I thought that was pretty cool. So did they? Is that why they left early? Yeah, because they 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 actually been in Naples for the last two weeks. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, I know they've been yeah. there for a couple of weeks. But is that why? Because the how Quarant- far they're coming from? Nah, they were just quarantining themselves because they were coming from another oh, country. I but I thought it was because of the the distance and because it's another country. Yeah, I figured yeah. They, they need more. Yeah, they gave them time to quarantine. They gave themselves yeah some time to quarantine. So they uh they made it to the the bubble after a two hour bus ride. Good for them. And uh, congrats to uh. We mentioned it earlier, Michael Beasley and Jamal Crawford. That's what's up. Newest members of the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Now, then, they, then the Brooklyn Nets are going to need like five other more players to uh, replace. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, not that many, but I mean, <laughs> they up to seven players now. Not going. I mean, the Nets had three vacant spots because uh, Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan, and Prince 
not the artist formerly known as Prince, but uh, Terry on Prince. Terry on, there you go. They all tested positive for COVID, so they decided not to go, obviously. But there was also Kyrie Irving who's injured, Kevin Durant obviously is injured, and Wilson Chandler who decided not to go. Yeah, he just didn't. He want just to said, go. yeah, he just didn't. Decided not to, go with that. No. Also, Tyler Johnson didn't travel with the team for personal reasons, but he will. He will get there at some point. Yeah, let's get that guaranteed money one way. <laughs> oh, and uh, Dante Hall was signed by the Nets forward there. Has agreed to to join the Nets pending a physical. So at one point, I thought the Nets and the Wizards should just combine forces and <laughs> became one team the way, you know, players from both of those teams were dropping like flies. All right, in case you missed it, according to court filings, Zion Williamson's stepfather allegedly took $400,000 as a payment from a marketing agent back in October of 2018. So this would be prior to yep, yep. Williamson's only season with Duke. With Duke. All right. So according to this court motion, because of this, Williamson would have been ineligible to fucking for one and done. In other words, honestly, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have played. Honestly, he shouldn't have played at, at Duke. One and done has always been the stupidest thing Wait, of all is time. It, is it one and done or you're saying that his, his, uh, his acceptance would have been in jeopardy. His acceptance would have been in jeopardy because this, this was no, like his, they found his, out about his, this. like, no, no, but Duke sees he couldn't be at Duke. Okay. While that okay. I see what you're saying. I thought you, I thought what you're saying is because of this happened, you couldn't get drafted. You can't leave for no. the NBA yet. You have to stay another year. He should have okay. played at Duke. Gotcha. Yeah. And by the way, the G League should be a one and done league. It should just be a league that just like, hey, no, I think it's a terrible idea. Man. Yeah, that's awful. Why? <laughs> because if people, if you don't make it, so then that's yeah. it. You're done. Your basketball, no, no, your basketball no, 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 no. It's not done. It's not done. I think that the, they should separate teams under. Like, I don't think teams should be connected to the G League. I think the G League should be a league that can be drafted from, but can also have marketing and can also have. Um, you know, they're not old enough to get drafted to the NBA yet, but if you leave high school and you want to go there instead of going to college, I think that should be what the the G League is for. And like if you have if NBA players that aren't on a team or on a two-way contract, like fine, they can be on a two-way contract, but it's like they, they, then they go into a lottery of what team can draft them. Well, you no, know what I mean? They they've implemented that this season though. Player, there was. There's a but drop, I'm just saying, if the main, there's a, there's the main right clause should it be the Celtics? There's you know a top I mean? pick. There's a top pick who who who's now entering the draft. He's going straight to the G League. But I'm just saying, like, or that, you can go that, overseas. That seems like a conflict of interest with the way they have it set up today. Because if you have it set up today, and like, let's say the Celtics, let's say that top pick goes on the main red clause. The Celtics have all the the eyes in the world and the exclusivity of just watching this player get drafted when really it should be a separate league that just is like the the it's like the minor leagues of the NBA Pretty but much. they're not associated with an NBA team i think that's how it should be man and then, and then and these guys that are going so then you're saying you're saying players that play in the G League can't be signed by the NBA is that what you're telling me no i think that that there could be like a like a, a year like if they're a rookie in the G League and they're fresh out of fresh out of high school. That's their college year, right? Okay. Where they can get marketing, they can do this, they can get exposure, they can do that. But it's not in the NCAA rule book. Because right. so then, what about what about when the Celtics drafted four rookies last year, and where they're where they're all supposed to play? They, they're all not getting on, cracking minutes. Honestly, honestly, they probably they, there should be a practice squad at the Celtics, and if they want to put them to the G League, they can they can play in the G League. 
if the rights are owned by the Celtics, they can play on any team in the G League, yeah. right? But the, if if the Celtics want to call them up, they can call them up. But I just don't think that that direct line of like, hey, anybody that plays on the main red clause is ours, and no one else can take them. Yeah, like that that part needs to be broken. And then you could have a league that could literally be a, a breeding ground for NBA talent. And if you have Tremont Waters, maybe he plays for the North Dakota Buffalo fucking heads. I don't know. But if you want to fucking bring him up, if you have the rights to him, you can bring him up whenever you want. You know, in this same vein, right? The number 15 prospect this year, who I think is Thon Maker's brother, has committed to Howard University. Okay. The first top Yo, that's, that's Howard, 100 <laughs> NBA prospect, uh, one, 200, 300 yeah. NBA prospect to ever commit to Howard. But, like, he's doing it because of what's happening in the world today. Okay, yeah. That's what I was waiting for, that next, that second part. But which, I, which I like that. But at the same time, like, honestly, yeah. if you're trying to cultivate talent, the NBA should be like, hey, it's a great thing you're doing this. But, like, yeah. honestly, that's probably not the best interest of the NBA player to okay. go to to make that type of type of move. So you think that those type of things are going to stop what I'm talking about here in this story? On Honestly, honestly, I think this. I think this is that if you're gonna go, because if this, you're if you're a top recruit and you're gonna go to the NCAA, you're gonna get busted because you know why? That top recruiting freshman that's gonna go into that that school is not going to that school just because they're going to that school. They have all the leverage in the world, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna use that leverage, and then you're gonna miss out on college basketball the way it is today. Well, I mean, this 400K, for example, that, you know, Zion's stepfather accepted is a lot more than what a G League player makes. <laughs> That's what I mean. A lot That's more. That's what I mean. But, so it, then, but, you know, but if. Jumping but, straight to the G League. I don't but know it's, also, it's also a lot more than a, a college freshman would make, right? So that's what I'm saying is the fact that if you could have a top recruit go to this breeding ground of NBA talent and he could sign marketing deals. Then I'm going to say that instead of the uncle making that money, it's the player making that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the player being able to sign a shoe deal right out of high school. Yeah. And they're, and they're not, and they're not subject. And I don't think it should be subject to like, you have to go to the NBA or bust. I think you should be able to like play there. And if you haven't had a year of eligibility, you want to go to college after that, you should be able to do that. I think a lot of, a lot of the NCAA shit is bullshit. And I think the NBA has a lot, has a lot of power right now. That they could change a lot of the NCA bullshit, but they're just they as right now the way it's constituted and the way that you have to have one year and then minimum, it's gonna make the NCA look like assholes. It's gonna make the NBA look like assholes. It also makes the players look like assholes. So I well, just don't think it's racist. Was, there was a lot of players like Kobe, like Garnett, like LeBron, where historically. It wasn't frowned upon back then to come straight out of high school, but how many players that, that came straight out of high school think, oh, I can, I can make an impact right away, and they, they were failed. Bust. They failed big time, and they but wasted, I'm just saying, wasted if, years. If if those same players went into the NBA draft, right, and then were not accepted into the NBA draft, but then could play in the G League, in top competition in the G League, with people that were like, I'm not going to college, but I want to play in this bubble of like great NBA potential competition. Yeah. I think you would see a um let's let's think. Uh <laughs> high school bust A, high school bust B actually get a little more little more time Remember and a Telfer? little more Remember Telfer? 
Telfair, yeah. Sebastian, that's a great example of someone that, you know, had all this hype coming out of high school. And what did he do? Kwame Brown. There you go. By the way, fun fact about Kwame Brown. Can you imagine being the Lakers and trading a third year in the league, Karan Butler, for Kwame Brown and Chucky Atkins? That's what happens when you get drafted by Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> you know? But, um, yep. yeah, real quick here. So, Gina, Gina Ford, the uh, the attorney in this case, says that an affidavit and other exhibits show that Williamson was ineligible when he played for the, uh, the Bull Devils during the 2018-19 season because his stepfather, Lee Anderson, received benefits from... Slavko Durek, a Canadian marketing agent. So I, I want to know what happens if he nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like yeah, they didn't win a national championship. They didn't win nothing. Some fine and he'll keep it moving. You know, it's not not like Chris Webber when he was receiving benefits since he was like in eighth grade. Yeah, <laughs> it probably was with Zion. You kidding? Maybe, me? Yeah, Zion? yeah, you're right. You're right. Could be. That could be later. That that could be. The case. I just I just feel like you shouldn't be holding back people from paying people for being good at what they're good at. No matter how old they are. You know what I mean? It's true. People want to pay them for what they're good at? You should allow that to happen. <laughs> like, why? You why? Know how crazy things we get, man? <laughs> if that was so but I, but I But I get that. But, like, you know what? You know how crazy it would get for, like, two or three years? Like, like with honestly, with the whole high school to NBA thing, that was a 10-year little spurt. That shit got crazy. But then, at the same time, shit started to level out. Like, by the time Dwight Howard was drafted... Shit started leveling out. Like, there was only, like, 10 people coming straight out of high school when Dwight got drafted. That was the last year, though. That was the last year, right? Perkins, but before Perkins, that, Perkins guy was but drafted. But before, before that, a couple of years before that, there was, like, 25 people. Cause, yeah. yeah. And, uh, 40 people. And it was like, no, you guys have no chance. Like, what are you doing <laughs> Like, give them another outlet. Give them another outlet. We only have two rounds here for the draft. We don't, yeah. go, we don't go three rounds like in the 80s. Now, listen. The NCAA played a whole season. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing, though. At least now you have the G League, whereas before you had that two, three-year window. Yeah. Maybe another team gives you another shot. Maybe you earn a, a mid-level deal. But uh, that's the end of the road after but that's that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. The yeah. NBA. That's, and that's what happened. That was the pattern that the NBA saw with so many players. The majority of these guys were not you know, playing more than two, three plus years. That's yeah. why they went the easy route and they said one and done. But I think the one, in, I think the one and done should still be a thing. I don't think you should be able to come straight out of high school and make an NBA roster. But I do think that you should be able to make I don't like one and done. But, I don't you should, but you should be able to make money in that one year that you're not in, you're out of high school, right? I don't think anyone should get paid at a high school player. No. I'm not going to say that. But I'm saying if you graduate high school and you're in, and NBA teams want you, and Nike wants you, and Jordan wants you, and Reebok wants you. Puma wants you, whatever. Puma's fucking weird now. <laughs> but you should be able to cash in on those deals without losing your eligibility to make the NBA the next year. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, figure out a system, NBA. You figure out a fucking bubble in about two weeks. Figure out a fucking system for this shit. Speaking of, speaking of which, real quick. Uh, Hashtag COVID. Your boy, uh, Jared Sollinger is looking to make an NBA comeback. Oh, the killing it the last, Berger, the K- last two seasons. He heard in the Chinese, in the Chinese league, he's like, Sean, I'm coming back. Don't worry. He heard our podcast. That's why. And when he does come back, he'll be our first guest. Yeah. If Jared Sollinger makes it back into the NBA, we got to get him on. We're getting him on. Word. And we're going to do a live broadcast from. Tasty burger. He's gonna come out and say, I'm fucking vegan now, bro. He's gonna be like, I actually don't like cheeseburgers. I've never <laughs> been into them. Listen. He's like, he's like, you're talking about some, you know, some southern, some southern <laughs> like barbecue spot. I'm all in. 
Jack wants some catfish, bro. We good. <laughs> Got the oxtail on deck. That's a whole other story, right? Practice like, you rang. <laughs> Kevin Durant's like, yo, I never liked that shit. <laughs> I'm a DC boy, right? Fuck with that. Yo, ain't nobody fuck with oxtail up here. <laughs> Where the gumbo at? I know, right? <laughs> oh, in case you missed it. The jambalaya. <laughs> NBA legend, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Gave some <laughs> high praise. I thought you were going to say he got dreads. Oh, well, that too. Cornrows. That too. That, that he's out. Oh, yeah, he does. He's Looking little, like yeah, Future. Yeah. Looking like Future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that's, yo, people were quick to say that. that was, yeah. That's mean. No. For people who don't know, he's dating Future's ex. So, so no, no, uh, no. Is that what that in, is? In yeah. case people don't know, Scotty Pippen's wife of like 15 years left him for Future. That's the story. thought there was more to that. I think I brought that up like a few years back. You, then. we yeah. we had a whole thing. We had a whole, had a whole thing, thing of engagement. Oh, so she's dating future. That's right. I didn't. She left up. Scotty for future. For future, yeah. I can never do good with this celebrity future, gossip stuff. Future had that song called Scotty Pippen. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> was like, like, did he really? That's not right, right? Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. <laughs> I can see Scotty. that. I can see that's like Scotty. a line, but like, fucking your bitch, Scotty. Yeah, that's 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 his song. So aside aside from Scotty <laughs> trying to recapture his youth, aside from that, <laughs> that's, that's, aside aside that's, from him trying to figure out why his wife, his ex wife, Scotty Pippen realized like, uh, future, are you fucking my bitch. Aside aside from Scotty trying to figure out why you know you? his his woman left him for future, he's employed on ESPN, so he makes appearances on the Jump every now and again. Cornrows. And uh, yeah, I got cornrows. And it was asked by <laughs> Rachel Nichols. <laughs> If he thought that, he like that? Jason Tatum is, got it. is capable got of it. carrying the best player on a championship team title. And this is what Scotty had to say. Scotty. 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 Rachel, I really do. I, I think this has been a breakout season for Tatum. Um, he started out this season sort of on a mission to separate himself from the other players who've grown and developed as well as really showing some leadership, I, I think, by becoming an all-star this season. But his scoring was, was really starting to peak right there. He, again, separated himself a little bit from the other players to show that he was going to be the, the go-to guy, the offensive uh, leader for that team. And I, I think if, if this team is to make a run, uh, uh, it, it has to rely on, on Tatum's uh, ability to carry them offensively. And I, I feel like he's Totally ready. Spoken like the greatest number two of all time. Right? <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Of course, Scotty Pippen's fighting for Scottie, Jason Tatum right now. Scottie. He's just he's just all about the underdog, man. He's all about the guy who doesn't who everyone is not he's ready like, to call the guy. No. Nope. No. Nope. Leave it to Scotty Pippen nope. to be the first one to be like, nah, man, that's the guy. Trust me. I've been that guy. That's what, <laughs> what Scotty's saying. Yeah. You, you see my 90, my 94, 95 season? Me. I led the fucking team in every goddamn game. No, Scotty, I did it. Don't worry. Right. You did it. That's why <laughs> you don't know about me. Don't right? worry about the last game. <laughs> I know I fucking sat on the bench and Tony Kukoc <laughs> took the shot. Okay. Okay, Michael. All right, Michael. It's been fucking said. By the way, by the way, uh, Scotty, I love Scotty Pippen, but sometimes it's. You his, don't agree. It's just life. I'm just looking at his life. Just like, how did you get there, bro? You had so much leverage. <laughs> what do you mean? You bro? lost your wife to future. He's the greatest two of all time, bro. bro. He was. He was the. He was Robin, bro. bro, bro. He's That's still, how Robin. Robin he's, gets there. He's, not he's still working on the ESPN because he didn't make the money he was supposed to make as being the best number two of all time. Hey, that part. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that part. His wife. That part, that part, that like, part. like, Future, <laughs> yo, future yo, yo, makes yo, yo. more than, than Spotty, Scotty will ever make. I uh. think one of the hardest parts to watch of The Last Dance is that whole part about how he just pretty much just got jerked for but millions hey, of dollars. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, millions. Hey, hey. Millions, at the millions same, of dollars. At the same time, this motherfucker. Life-changing this money motherfucker, we're talking about right now. Was this it? motherfucker did make like. Was it 13 mil for seven years or but, something like that? But, Jesus. but when. He was, that, the 100th, he was the 120th highest paid player. I get it. Yo, 20, but after, 20, that, after, that deal, after that deal, this guy cashed in for like 120 mil and then like. The, a couple other mills. Like, he made a lot of mills yeah. after that. <laughs> but he He's was fine. But he was still. No, it was a delayed mills. <laughs> it was delayed mills, but he made a lot of, of mills. Come on. His whole co- Chicago career was delayed. I mean, I know he made money in Portland. I know he made money with He Houston, made money in Portland and in Houston. But still. I mean, still. My, my wife did leave me for future. Yeah. <laughs> by, <laughs> the way, by the way, but by the way. But to your question, Rachel. Yeah, it's almost like a. Jason's going to be that guy. It's almost like a, 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 a Cleveland meets. I don't even know. He's but he's got like his voice sounds like Cleveland from from Family Guy. It's a little bit of that, but a little slower. <laughs> it's like his mouth is like dry all the time. You think Peter. his best friend? You think his best friend? Oh, Peter. Fucking, uh, the dude's the guy who always has sex all the time. Fuck, I forgot his name. Oh, Quagmire. Quagmire. <laughs> Quagmire. Steve Kerr. <laughs> what did he say in the last days? He was just like. <laughs> no, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, no, no. The best I, line. I would never change. Yeah, yeah, no. The best line. Yeah, it's the best line. The whole thing. Would I ever like, change the thing? Would I ever change the thing? No, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? You know what? The line that stuck out to me the it's most. It's like his voice doesn't fit his face. It's you know like, what? The, yeah, you know what? The line that stuck out to me the most in the last dance was when when he was talking about his whole like upbringing and, and like he was like, yeah, you know, my my brother had problems and you know he was in a wheelchair and then my dad. Had a freak accident, and then the guy goes, "So you mean to tell me you had, yup, <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember that. two in a wheelchair?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "And listen, obviously, I'm not laughing about what no, he's no, saying, no, but it's, it's just, just the, the way, way this he dude said sounds. it." <laughs> he was like, "Yup, yup." There's no, there's no high yep. or low with this dude. Yep. Just the exact two same in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> That's some crazy shit, Scotty. He's like, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, the most animated I saw from Scotty was uh, when when they're drinking a the beer. That was probably the best part. Oh, that was. Yeah, he goes, I don't care. I'm drinking a beer. You want to film drinking a beer? Here, film away. I don't care. I want We're that. I want that. I want that poster. Yeah, I want that poster of yeah. Jordan and Scotty. I like how they had it. In, they had it in black and white. They did. That was dope. Uh, yeah. All right. In case you missed it, the Celtics, while they're already down at the uh, Orlando bubble, they'll have uh, three scrimmages. Well, actually, the last week before the uh, their, their seeding games. And so they'll be playing all Western Conference teams. They'll be playing the Thunder, the Suns, and the Rockets. None of which they'll be playing. When you look ahead. During their next seeding week. games. Next week, Sean. Next week. All right. We're going. We're going in. We're going in next week. Those games begin on the 24th. Let's do it. I, li- I like that they're all Western Conference teams. And the Celtics start their real games on the 31st. All right. And that's going to do it for this Disney World edition of In Case You Missed It. You want to people all the, uh, the players' press conferences, hit up causewaystreet.com. We'll be uh, keeping you informed with all the Celtics and NBA news. Follow us on all social media outlets at Causeway Street. Yeah, that's and, it. And shout out to Thierry Henry, bro. Why? Coach of the Montreal Impact. Just saw we were watching this game earlier. He knelt for the first eight minutes and 46 seconds of the entire game. Oh, nice. Dope. 
Nice. Oh, That's no, cool. shout out to MLS in general. In general. Yeah, with they, their whole, they you know, their, their their statements over yeah. the last couple of games. In case you missed it, yeah, that was yeah, dope. fuck yeah, yo. with yeah, the, yeah. Everybody, everybody wearing their Black Lives Matter shirts. Sean didn't know? mean for us to go down this road. But no, good but job, yeah, Sean. but no, but still, good turn. I like it. No, honestly, honestly, <laughs> honestly, that, no, that, this is just good rebound from but, a week ago. <laughs> but you, you you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is this is Sean just saying what he sees on the TV screen. This wasn't by design. Sean didn't say that for us to transition into. The display that MLS did, a very a powerful display they did. No, I think, I think, I think you said. <laughs> no, you, you weren't trying to do that. Don't even. <laughs> no, I do. I was. I was trying to bring it back. I was trying to bring He's it like, back. No, home. I think, I think. <laughs> Stop looking for some way to tie it in, bro. Put I do fucking, think that the NBA. Down, bro. You can't the NBA has together. a chance. The NBA, as I said many weeks ago, the NBA has a chance to make a real, real statement here. And I Hold think. On, but I, real quick, before, before we bounce, what do you think about the NBA? Allowing only Fucking certain stupid. certain phrases stupid. and certain things stupid. and certain on the jerseys. It's like brain you, dead. You can brain pick. You pick it from brain a list. Dead. Yeah, brain no. dead. Um, it's a little weird, right? Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, to to what um Jalen Brown had to say about it, he just wishes it wasn't so limited. I yeah, guess, yeah, I yeah. guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna give them this option, don't pigeonhole it. Yeah, yeah. It's not that kind of topic. That's know? that's the most tone deaf. Like yeah, reaction yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah. Like you can't say we're gonna give you this platform and then say this is what you could say on the platform. Gotta, I think I think a gotta, better way to censor it, guys. I think a better way to put it is just either make it hurt. No, not even make that. it make it sting. No, no, you gotta allow them. Oh no, no, my, to make it sting. Think, like I you gotta it, allow it to make it, it make be, it make a rumble. It should be a case by case basis. Okay, my message is this. Do you approve? NBA approved it. Okay, good. If not, okay, I got you, I got why you. didn't you approve it? And here's why we want you to tweak it. Like yeah, yeah. it should have been that let, way. Let me fix it. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like to me, like the team should be able to come up with their if, own thing. If I had to guess, I think the NBA just didn't want to comb through so many different messages. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but or, that, that's or, the way I see or it. Or a player complains that the NBA didn't want me to use this. Right. And then if that player goes yeah. to social media, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, a freaking PR nightmare. I also think I also think that you could give it to the teams until we get 23 teams, 22 teams. We got 22 different messages coming out. Maybe they're the same messages, but you as a team can come up with what you want to say as your. That's a, that's even, yeah. You know, yeah, like as that. your, as yeah. your, as your sort of rallying cry for, mm-hmm. for the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. Yeah. But like, I think, I think the, the NBA wants to. They're all going to be saying the same thing. Yeah. But I think the NBA wants to avoid just anybody coming up with anything. Well, no. And I, I think, feel like, and, and to a certain extent, obviously. But, well, but the, what the NBA is avoiding is, you know, whether it's fuck the police or, you know, well, I mean, when, Ka- when Kaepernick had like, well, yeah. no, obviously I'm, I'm exaggerating, but something to that extent, something that's going to be so divisive that the NBA has to, you know, defend it. You know yeah. what I mean? Something that's very. But the NBA should be defending it, bro. That's my thing. The NBA should be behind it. It was whatever the players want to say. The players should be able to say without cursing, without using obscenities yeah. you know obs- like uh derogatory slang or something like that like they should set like very very high guidelines and say after that whatever you feel like you want to say if your thing is defund the police you should be able to say defund <laughs> what the if, police what if the thing is uh what, what if someone were on the back of the jersey uh you white people need to be better <laughs> like that, that's what I'm saying, right? It's not the worst thing you've ever Sean, heard. Sean's like, I agree. Yeah, Sean's face is just like, eh, not too bad, right? It's not the worst thing you ever heard, but uh, is that the kind of message you really me, want to portray? Me, if you're I the think NBA? of that every single fucking day. 
<laughs> Dude, I, I, I know, I know. Sean, I'm from the NBA, I'm like, day. I'm not okay in this. Sean, like, Sean, every day shaking his head like, we need to be better. No, it's not even, it's not, it's not even a we, bro. I'm not you, even a we. I'm you. like, you need to be better. And now, now I'm dragged into this motherfucking shit. <laughs> because fucking, you're, you know, that, you I get what I'm saying? Yeah, I there's, there's no swears in that, but yeah, yeah. It, it's a very strong yeah. and controversial thing to say. But, but you is, should be able to say that. I you should you, be able to say I get you, but remember, the NBA, scouts, scouts, just like, come on, man. No, but the NBA and the Player Association agreed to this, though. The Player Association could have said, no, we're not going to do that. We need to figure it's something like out. It's like Grant Williams. This guy's like, come on, Grant. <laughs> Why would you put that in the imagine, imagine, imagine just like redheads suck. This guy's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and on that note. Sorry. Or it could go the other Sorry. way. That's probably more realistic or what the NBA was had in mind. Someone's going to be like, you know. All lives matter. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know, but like, it's, something to that effect. Well, the, I, player, do, the, I the do. Players Association, they they they're at fault as well. If they yeah. if players are not happy about this, they agree to it as well. So, but at the same time, you can't you can't give them a multiple choice answer to an open ended question test. Right. That's what I mean. No, like, could you imagine that being like, "Hey, tell me how you feel about this," but here's four answers. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick one of these, yeah. whichever one's the closest. Well, you pick it. You, you can't do that, man. Yeah. Like, that's ah, man. That it's either let them let them do it or don't do it. Or like, like yeah, honestly, yes. Like, honestly, like, okay, well, you want to you want to play on you want to play on a Black Lives Matter court and then not let the players speak their minds. Like, maybe, all I'm saying maybe is the player association idea all along. Like, maybe that's what all I'm saying is. I- I'll say this though. I'll say this. I don't think that that is going to change anything. Like, I don't think that a, the Celtics playing in a what, – what was one of Jalen Brown's options? Um, what are you talking about? Oh, for, for, for phrases? His, yeah. What, you put a phrase on a Celtics jersey? Um, That's not changing anything. Yeah. But I do think it's what the players say – and it's what the players talk about after the games or before the games, what the players are able to talk about. And if they have free reign to be, to say whatever they want and to, to, to act however they want, then I think then you'll see some, some, some changes happening from there. Well said, Sean. Well said. Well said. So, I mean, we'll, we'll obviously we'll keep an eye on all of that. Hey, did I make up for last episode where I was Big time. Wasted? Big time. I appreciate that, man. Sorry, guys. I, mean, I was I mean, wasted last episode. No, but you know, that, 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 that usually doesn't change. But, Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. I wasn't wasted. Even better. Just kidding. All right. Until, until next time. See y'all later.